Goddess platform. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. You talk, we talked with them about their obstacles, limiting beliefs, overcoming traumas in their life during the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Summit. They are here live to talk even more about how amazing they are, because I just love all three of these ladies. I'm going to just bring them on. We have Cara Maldonado, Kristen Aurelius, and Nikki Bradley. Ladies, thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. <laughs> thank you for having us. Thank you. Okay, so let's just kind of go in a circle here. I'll go this way. Cara, you're next to me in the Hollywood Squares, right? Share, with, <laughs> share about what it is you do first. Let's go there. So what I do is help women and men achieve their more healthy, beautiful weight goal um, from the inside out. And, you know, although I use a cosmetic machine um, to permanently remove their fat cells and I do toning um, and skin tightening, it, it also offers lymphatic drainage and it removes toxins out of you. And so I also additionally team up with um, and to give them resources for nutrition, supplements, um, for fitness and mindset, um, you know, mindset coaching so that it's an overall approach to a healthier way to get fit and, and maintain it, you know, so, and also if you've got chronic pain or chronic illnesses, I can help you with that. If you're not looking to lose anything, but you want to stabilize yourself and wean off of maybe taking so many meds, you know, so I help with that. Very, very important. Kristen? Well, I'm the life of the party here. <laughs> I saw you dancing in the background. <laughs> I really was. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> um, my name is Kristen Arillas. I am the founder of the Four Play Factory. I am building an agency to help speakers leverage the visibility they get on stages by building sales funnels so that they can literally grow their audience and their revenue at the exact same time. Love it. Love it. That was so concise. <laughs> Thank you. Nikki. Oh, my turn. Okay, great. <laughs> um, I'm Nikki Bradley. I'm a brand strategist and authentic messaging expert. So I work with, in particular, women, um, business owners, so that they can show up as the biggest, baddest, dopest version of themselves so that they can attract more of the people they were meant to serve in this world and make more money doing it. I love it. I love it. You three are just so amazing and brilliant in your industries. It's just, I'm so excited about this conversation. So let's just keep going in a circle if that's okay. And then just pop in whenever you feel like you want to say something or add to it. But Cara, how do you feel about your knowing what you've gone through in your story and in your, in your life story? How did you wind up in the industry that you're in? Good question. You know, coming out of corporate for 27 years and, you know, um, being I'm, you know, I manage different crews that build and develop um, properties. And so it would be all over the place. And I can be, you know, in the Bay Area or this one time or in another state, another just all over the place. And I did that for years. So my kids grew up on the go um, wherever there was a need. 
and I did a lot of affordable housing and for, you know, um, that helped like emergency housing and especially for women that were in, you know, domestic violence or traffic situations. And so it was helping house them and put them in through programs that will then, you know, reintegrate them into the, you know, back into the workforce and just life in general. Because we, we all know if you're going through something, there's a lot that's involved, which is getting you back on track, right? And so doing that and, you know, being so structured and having that kind of lifestyle and now coming into now I'm servicing, I'm on a whole nother end of the scope. It was like, how do I do that? Well, you know, I, I took my body to shut down and to really say, you know, you need to slow your roll. And I got sick six years ago. Um, I went through chemo and I have autoimmune lupus and fibromyalgia secondary to that. And so I kind of had no choice <laughs> but to want to fight to live and want, you know, and from doing that and coming back and saying, I need to reinvent myself. Now, what do I do? Do I go back into that same sector and keep doing that same thing all over again? Or do I pivot? And really, I wanted to educate women and men as to what I went through to prevent from going and getting yourself into that situation and to find a more holistic way and approach to help yourself, you know, starting with mindset before you get to that point, you know, because at the end of the day, we all want to be successful. We all have to work. We all need to do what we need to do, but there's ways to do it. And, you know, and I found this wonderful, fun, wonderful machine and realized what it was doing for me to get me better. I just tweaked it a little bit, you know, because I'm a little extra too there, you know. And so, you know, I said, okay, it's great that it's going to help you lose inches and snatch you all up in the right places. But when I realized it was taking those toxins out and I needed to get rid of all those meds I was on, I needed to yell from the rooftop and let you know especially women know you know that there is another way for us to get you know sexified and healthy at the same time so you know that this is my gig now is to just be healthy from inside out and i love it oh that's so good and i keep thinking of more people i need to connect you to <laughs> literally because the detox is so important that lymphatic drainage piece yes. we don't really connect that to the, the right. everyday conversation of health and wealth and or health really and so that's such an important piece to really bring to the forefront of that conversation too because of absolutely. that detoxing huge absolutely you yeah. should see see my clients when i come in for consultations and i start moving into i know you want to lose that last 10 pounds but then what are you going to do afterwards and i start talking to them about it and then it's like whoa you know and then they realize yeah you're going to come in you'll lose five inches you'll you know you'll get tight of the wrinkles or the fine lines will start to go but you're going to feel so much better at the end of the day on top of it you know because it's an education process is what we all should start doing and what, what we do here on this platform which is so great you know is that we're in our genius but we're also educating the women as we're going along you know it's like people don't want to just come in and have a service and know what why why am I doing it? What's the end result? Why should I continue doing it? Or what makes us different from the person down the street? You know, and it's really important, you know, that they get it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Kristen, same question, if you remember it. <laughs> well, the question is, um, what got me to this place now of what I'm doing in my business, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I would say my journey started with basically having this story or this life style of growing up in poverty. So I feel like my journey really started with working three jobs to get myself through high school, then working three jobs to get myself through college. And I was dog tired and ended up joining the military. And that kind of created or catapulted me meeting my husband. We met, got married within like three to six months and immediately got pregnant. <laughs> so then I ended up having two toddlers back to back and I had to figure out for me, it wasn't good enough for me to just, you know, I'm not going to say just be a housewife, but I knew that I wanted more than that. So it kind of created this thing where I was trying to figure out how do I build a business with a newborn at home or how do I make money with a newborn at home? And I got into MLM network marketing and people couldn't understand why I was getting the results that I was getting with the toddler at home. And then I had a second baby. They're 13 months apart. And I switched over from just doing MLM to just consulting. And that created the foundation of me really understanding I have the knowledge that other people don't have. Therefore, I should get paid to share that knowledge. And so that turned into what I'm doing now, which is really leveraging my knowledge around how do I help amplify your voice and put it on a platform where you're making money, sharing your story. You're making money, sharing the impact that you can have through the services that you provide. And it kind of went from there because I realized I don't want to live the average lifestyle. I realize my soul desires luxury and I'm not scared to say that anymore. And so that's what got me to this point of um, not only building a foundation for myself to live a more luxurious lifestyle, but to teach my audience how to do the same, but then to also do it in a way that's sustainable so that I can pass it down to my kids and their kids. And um, I like to say this thing of, I want seven generations of my family to know my name because I built that foundation for them to have a solid footing for life. So love that's what I'm now. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. I, I want to go back to what you said. You're not afraid to say that anymore. And that's really, really huge because why are we afraid to celebrate ourselves? Nikki, you and I were talking about that before in, in your earlier conversation. Like we're afraid to celebrate and it's, why should we be ashamed to say, I want luxury. I deserve to have it. I want what I want. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So I love that you're saying that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay, Nikki Love. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. There's so much in what Cara shared and what Kristen shared that I resonate with and that there's parallels between mm -hmm. your stories and mine. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I come from corporate as well, Cara. So um, I started out in corporate. I started out as a consultant and um, did sales and marketing and managed national teams and all of that and started my business um, while I was doing that and had a young child and um, knew that I didn't want that crazy burnout lifestyle. Um, even though I was making really good money in my job, I knew that it was not, I wasn't operating fully in my genius at that time. Um, and so I knew I wanted something different. 
but at the time I didn't know what exactly what that looked like. Um, and like you, Cara, I ended up, it ended up affecting my health because I was running mm -hmm. myself ragged. Um, and so I had to take a step back and basically rebuild my business to make it something that was more sustainable. Um, and I realized in doing that, that there were other women out there who needed clarity in figuring out how to take their genius and build it into something that, like you said, Kristen, could be a legacy building business that is sustainable for building wealth for generations and generations to come, which is what was really my heart's desire all along. Um, because I have, I come from a family of, I always say entrepreneurs and educators. There's a lot of business owners in my family. There's a lot of teachers, superintendents and principals in my family as well. So I get it honest for being a coach <laughs> and an entrepreneur. I love to teach um, and talk. So I'm gonna try to keep this short. <laughs> um, but I knew that that was going to, that those were gonna come together in some way. And the thing that I noticed with a lot of the entrepreneurs in my family was that they worked a lot of hours and I didn't, so I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I knew I didn't wanna do it that way. And I knew that I wanted to build wealth with mine, like you said, that goes from generations to generations. And so I wanna teach other people how to do the same thing. And that is, I've, as I've been learning how to do that, I want to teach other people how to do that, do it as well. So that's kind of how I got to where I am right now. Mm, I love but doing it. Last thing in doing it as I have, I think it's, it's something about, um, I'm turning 40, whoo, turning 43. I had to think about it for a second. Not that I'm ashamed of my age. Cause I love my age. I embrace every single year because God gave it to me and I'm glad I'm here another year, but I'll be 43 in August. And it's something about, turning 40 like when i got close to 40 it was like this switch flipped and i was like i'm dope as hell <laughs> <laughs> and i've always loved that word dope but i was like more of us don't embrace i say our dopeness we don't own our dopeness and so i had started bringing that into my business and i talk about it all the time and people just started kind of resonating with it and that is a big part of my business is helping women to own their dopeness and letting that be, letting them feel comfortable owning that as part of their business and not just putting the business out front, but putting their personal brand out front too. So good. I love that you said that when you were in corporate, you didn't feel like you were in your brilliance. And now you're teaching how people, how especially women, how to step into our full dopeness, right? <laughs> I find it really interesting that we can go along in life and not ever feel we're in our complete and full potential. And that's what you're talking about. How, did, how would you, what was it for you that made you realize that that is what was not happening for you, that you weren't in your full potential? For me, it was, I would, even though I worked in an entrepreneurial environment, still working in corporate, there were times when I would come with ideas or I would feel myself feeling like I needed to tamp down mm -hmm. what I was bringing to the table because 
I was like, I'm being, it would be too much. Like it's, it wouldn't be acceptable here. Mm. Um, Crazy. And I was, something felt out of alignment with that. You know, I was like, this is, this is okay. But I feel, but you know how you feel like there's more, like th there's just, there's something more and this isn't it. Yeah. And you get signs, you get, you get signals that you should be doing something different. People tell you things and you're like, oh, that's, you know, yeah, yeah. You, know, you downplay it. Mm -hmm. Downplay it. Um, and I, some people, I call them God winks. And I kept getting little shoves. And it wasn't until um, the company that I was working for actually did a layoff. And I was like, okay, God, I hear you. <laughs> like, if I won't leave on my own, you'll push me out. And then it was just like, okay, are you going to get another job? Or are you going to do this thing for real? Cara, Kristen, you guys want to jump in on that? Yeah. No, um, I can relate to that, especially in corporate. Um, I'm a lot older than you guys, by the way. So, <laughs> you know, she's all when you I don't, turn you don't whatever this whatever this miracle machine is, <laughs> right? Ma'am, it is working. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, you know, I've always, you know, I've been pretty blessed in my career. But you know, I can't even say that. I think hard work and education and everything we did put me in positions where I always was in management, upper management throughout my whole corporate career. But in saying that, you know. Um, working up against the board of directors and all these owners and, and, you know, VPs and CEOs of companies, I'm usually one or two of the women only in the boardroom. Mm. So, and I always had these ideas. I always think out of the box, you know, Kimberly, you know me, you know, I just come up with, you know, and I will do my homework and have a proposal and have a plan and come to the meeting. And it just never seemed to be, you know, uh, well, you know, well, and, and you hear that all the time. Well, because it's not their idea or it's always to make you feel like, you know, you're just, you know, just being overzealous and, and all of that. And at the time I was the youngest you know, and a female and a female of color, you know, and let's just put it out there. So, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with all of that and I'm coming from a place where I'm, I'm always coming from my heart. I'm wanting to do something to help, you know, and that's why I stepped down from the building, the big class, a skyscrapers and this and that. And I went into affordable housing and I started working with the different nonprofit organizations to help protect the women because my ideas were coming from that point of view and they didn't want to embrace it. And then I became very, very successful working uh, and against them with these other agencies. And then it was like, haha, yeah, you should have then listened to what I was trying to bring to the table with you then, you know? So again, you know, we have to learn how to move with our, with situations, but, you know, I wish that, you know, coming into entrepreneurship, this is what I have now and I can do it. And I wish I had that 
then and I could have just did it for myself and made it happen but I'm going to do that now. <laughs> that's what's going to happen now. You know, that's what's going to happen now. But yeah, it's just coming up against those walls of working on someone else's schedule and their limitations. Mm -hmm. When you have a dream and you know, and you believe in it and cause you believe in a higher power and you know how important it is and that it will work, you know, and it's just being shut down because at the end of the day, somebody's idea of what their NOI, their bottom line is, is not working on your schedule, you know? So that's why we're all sitting here running our own stuff and operating in it to yeah. our full capacity. I love it. Kristen, yeah. you want to add in on that? Um, sure, I could add in. However, I never went to corporate, so I don't know any of those woos. <laughs> well, no, it's more about that but, pool of you weren't in your brilliance. Well, yeah, I feel like for me, that's what, exactly what I was about to go with that. I feel like for me, I went straight from being a college student to a housewife to a stay-at-home mom. Then I became an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And I mean, for me, I just remember sitting um, at a park my daughter was like really young and I was looking at these other moms and they were talking about, you know, just random stuff. And I was like, man, this is the most boring conversation I think I've ever been a part of. <laughs> and nothing against those moms who are okay with those conversations, but I felt like, like I didn't finish college. I left to join the military, but I feel like I didn't go through all those crazy courses in college to be talking about like the whatever random stuff they were talking about. And so for me, it, it um, came up for me that being a housewife and being a mom was a side of me, but it wasn't how I thought it was going to be. I feel like as a kid, I always thought and dreamed of what it would feel like to be a wife and to be a mom. And I never thought about what it was like to be an entrepreneur because I don't come from a family of entrepreneurs. I only had one example, which was an aunt that didn't even live in my city. Um, so we weren't really close, but I knew that she had her own business. So it wasn't even a thought in my mind that I was gonna do anything outside of a nine to five. I just didn't know what that would look like. And so the fact that I completely jumped and didn't even go anywhere near that, I think it's always hilarious when I hear other people's stories. Cause I'm like, I feel like I dodged a bullet. <laughs> I, am, I, you know, I am pretty young, I, I'm 27. And so I'm learning how to figure out what is it that I want now, but I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm learning to not only allow my gifts to shine, I feel like it's like I'm juggling balls. I'm discovering my gifts at the same time that I'm learning to let them shine. At the same time, I have to look at the people around me in an unbothered, unapologetic way of this is what I'm going to be doing. Even if you don't think this is the route I should be on, this is what I have to do. And so I feel like I'm doing all three at the same time. But then I'm looking at the the women around me who have been doing this for a while as like my examples of this is how we've gotten here, but here's the things we wish we wouldn't, we didn't do in the past so that I could literally learn those lessons now and just jump time. And so like right now, I feel like I'm in a mindset of allowing my gifts to shine, but I'm also taking note of what you all have been through and other women in my life, because I want to take what took you all decades to learn and I want to put it in days <laughs> so that I can keep jumping and keep leaping to get to that next level. I love that. And yeah, I, I think too, it just kind of came to me. You're at this perfect age. I wish I would have done this at 27 years old. Believe me. Don't we all mentor <laughs> other people 
around your age so they can also collapse that time because that's huge. You can really step in such an incredible role to mentor pe your peers at that age. Huge. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I have always been um, different because we did get married at 20. My husband and I were both 20. We had our first kid at 21. We bought a house at 22, had our second kid at 22 or 23. And now I'm like, whoo, thank God I'm done with that stuff. What's he going to do this stuff for me now? So I yeah. feel like I spent like four to five years really being in that role of I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm taking care of everyone else. But I realized they got tired quickly. <laughs> so I'm learning how to um, allow the entrepreneur, ambitious, high performing side of me to shine. Mm -hmm. uh, while also like recognizing my peers are just now getting married, just now starting to have kids. And I'm like, who child? I can't be you right now. <laughs> oh, I love it. I do want more kids, but I'm at the age now with my kids where they're self-sufficient. And I'm like, I could really go and do this thing. Like I could really dominate the world and my kids could be fine. Like they could take care of themselves. They're good. Like, I realized my kids are more self-sufficient than people my age. <laughs> they so, are. That, that's, that's Weird. <laughs> no, that means you're doing your job. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And I think all women, if you're feeling that pull, that seeing the signs, hearing the signs, having these ideas, Listen to that. Heed that call because I know for me, I every single thing I've ever done, I was like, I don't really feel like this. I've been an interior decorator. I, my whole list of what I've done in my life, huge. I've run the gamut. And in each one of those things, I'm like, eh, I love this, but this isn't me. This isn't me being my full potential. And I just want to say to all the ladies out there, Heed that call. Listen to that intuition. Listen to that inner pull because that's you're you're being called to step into your brilliance, and it's so important for you to do that because of the impact you'll have in the world. Absolutely. So I want to bring up a key point with all three of you because I know we have talked about this, and Kara, you mentioned it, but it really goes back to the mindset, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's it's about that mindset. So you guys can just jump in, and yeah. something comes to your mind. Nikki, I see you smiling. You can start if you want. <laughs> but it goes to the mindset of, of stepping into your power and, and feeling that, knowing that pull, that that's, it's time for you. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I mean, first. Yeah. Um, table conversation. Yeah, look, for me, I feel like I had to recognize two things about myself. I had to recognize, number one, and I think it's kind of what we're going to title my section in the book is I had to realize that I have to save myself first. Everyone else can wait. But in society, we're always taught as women to save everyone else, to take care of your spouse, your kids, your mother, your father, your everyone. You have to take care of all of these people, but they never even put any inkling into when do you take care of yourself? So then you're taking care of everyone else and your cup is empty. And then you don't have time to do the thing that God put you on in, in this world to, to do because your energy is so low because you took care of everyone else. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing for me. And I'm literally learning it now of I am taking care of myself first and it is making people unhappy because 
it means it threatens my ability to take care of them. But I'm at that point where I don't give a <laughs> what you think because I'm going to be the one that is upset with myself thinking in the future, why didn't I take that action? Why didn't I do that step? Why didn't I do that thing? It's not going to be on them. So I realized I could still help people, but it has to be after my energy has been used for myself first. And then you get whatever my overflow is from me taking care of myself. Self, that's when I could support you. So that was the first thing that I kind of recognized as far as the mindset. And the second part of that is um, be okay with being the first. I currently feel like I'm stepping into an area of the internet that does not exist with <laughs> my company the foreplay factory i named it that because it's two things us as women do not openly talk about sex and money and i wanted to combine both i think making money is sexy i want your business to feel sexy i want you to feel confident and like this it's like this mood that i want to put my clients in when they're working with me and so i realized no one's talking about that especially someone that's married with kids who believes in god they're not publicly talking about that stuff. So like on my side of the internet, there's things where I'm saying money gasm and are you in your power position? And you know, let's pop your stage money cherry. Like we're talking about all of these different things and I'm making it fun, but I realize I am gonna be, I am the first. I don't know anyone else that's a female entrepreneur who is openly talking about the fact that they enjoy making money but they're also relating it to loving yourself and feeling sexy and confident because in society, at least for me, the way I see it, when you're confident, you're bossy. When you're confident in yourself, it's like people think that you think you know it all and like you're, they don't treat you the same way they would if you were a male. And I feel like I wanna eliminate that. And I also know I could blame it on being young and naive. <laughs> in the way that I communicate things and the way that I put things out there. And so those are the two things as far as my mindset that is getting me to take the, the actions every single day and have the courage to take those actions. I've decided that I'm putting myself first. Everyone else can wait. My husband, my kids, my friends, my family, everyone else, because I'm still helping and serving them, but they're not the priority right now. And then the second one being me making sure that I am okay with being the first and that I am literally paving the way for other people who feel the same way that I feel, but they don't know how to verbalize it. So that's what I'll share. <laughs> Powerful. That's so that's good. Awesome, Kristen. Um, I think, <clears throat> I think for me, um, a lot of it comes from this place of, I kind of spoke about it a little bit before, but, um, downplaying our downplaying our brilliance downplaying our genius like i know for me um i've experienced this myself but i noticed that a lot of the women that i i tend to i tend to work with and I, that i tend to attract are like amazing at what they do they're amazing at like the like just how they move on the planet but for whatever reason, whether it's experiences in their life or things that people have told them, they they stop believing mm -hmm. how amazing they are. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, we talk about imposter syndrome, 
And I know that I, I definitely have experienced it myself. Like no matter, like I'm, I'm, te- I'm definitely a type A, like Kristen, you were talking about like stepping into your high performance type, you know, persona like that. I'm definitely that person. I'm always like, okay, I got to top my last thing. I got to top. I'm always like moving the goal line type person. Um, but the problem with doing that is when you do that, you don't stop to celebrate what you just accomplished. And I do that myself all the time. And I notice that a lot of the women that I work with do the same thing. And so that's why I'm always talking about owning your dopeness, like even owning. And we were talking about it in our last conversation about celebrating the things that you've, you've just accomplished. Mm-hmm. Like I'm even learning more now how to do more of that. Um, like I, I have, I think for me, a big part of it is having the awareness that we do that, having the awareness that there is, that we have these behaviors so that when it comes up, we look it in the eye and be like, I see you. <laughs> like I'm not falling for the okie doke. Um, like I have named my imposter syndrome. Her name is Emma. Um, I love it. Emma will come and she will sit on my shoulder and I'll be like, Mm-mm, Emma, go have several seats. Like I'm not listening <laughs> to you today. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to sell ce- we're about to celebrate all the things that are happening right now so that I can move on because I got things to do. I got people to serve, people who are waiting on me. I have a divine assignment. And to anybody who's listening, so do you. Um, and that's really like what I've had to kind of step into. And that's really what I'm like, I feel like that is what like when I talked about how I had that health scare. Um that is really what I believe was shown to me during that moment was that I, I believe my purpose is to show people what's possible Mm -hmm. in all areas of my life. And a big part of that is showing them what's possible when we step into what our gifts are, what we were put here on the planet to do. And you can't do that when you're allowing all the voices externally and internally to tamp down what your gifts are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So true. Good stuff. Good stuff, ladies. Carl? Okay. So for me, um, so I'll give you an example. My biggest, what I, how mindset really played a part with me was, you know, I mean, my family, we, I come from a stream of doctors, lawyers, the whole thing. And we've always had an entrepreneurial type of part, you know, component, I should say, even though I did corporate, I always had a side gig. It was always so, so if things weren't happening, you can always flip flop or if, you know, the college tuition went up this year because, you know, I was a single mom, even while I was married. You know, some of us out there knows how that is, right? So, you know, so uh, in saying that, I always had to have something going on because you can't always let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. Okay, so um, again, um, last year when the world shut down, you know, I decided, you know, what I'm going to do is, for one, uh, take care of me. So I'm like you, Kristen, you know, I mean, you know, you choose your, your, your God, or your higher power, whatever it is people you believe in, you know, because you have to have some kind of platform, I believe, 
to go by some divine power of faith that you have to, and I always have. And so I, you know, I'm like, okay, if the big C didn't take me, COVID ain't taking me nowhere. Right. So, so, you know, while everybody wants to, you know, go in and, you know, and that's no knock on anyone because people have their fears or whatever, but I looked at it like this and I said, well, they, they shut my spa because it wasn't in my home at the time. And, you know, if I don't work, then what happens? Right. Because this is my, this is what our bread and butter is. And, you know, again, mindset, because what if you don't, if you allow all the outside forces and what people's different beliefs and limiting beliefs to get to you, what are you going to do? You're going to hide. You're going to go into fear. You're going to shut down and you're not going to be able to fight your way out of it because you're not going to be able to think because you're stuck in that fear. So mine lasted all maybe of two weeks. And I said, you know, you better snap out of this. This is not working. You know, I think I I was living in Ladera Ranch at the time and my spa was in Laguna Niguel, you know, and this is all South Orange County area. My daughter lives up in Monarch Point near Dana Point. So I said, well, I'm going to come stay with you and my granddaughter, because if the apocalypse does hit and zombies start coming out, at least we'll be together. <laughs> so I said, you know, and we did that. We I, I learned so much about wine in those two weeks. And I wasn't a wine drinker at that. At the, I wasn't nothing. Water was my best friend. And we did all of that. And then I said, um, no. I can't do this. I think we watched all of Lucifer, Netflix. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> and I put pen to paper, you know, and I had to come up with a plan. What, Mind you, people are looking at me like, how are you coming up with a plan? The world is shut down. What are you doing? I said, but I'm not shut down. God didn't shut down. So I'm coming up with a plan. And First, I had to condense all the bills that I was paying for rent here, rent space here, because you still got to pay even though they closed your building, right? You know, I had to do all that. So I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? I'm going to move. I'm going to relocate. I'm going to come closer to where my spa is. I'm going to do all these things. I had all this idea. I'm doing all this in the two weeks. I'm coming up. My daughter's looking at me. You want this Pinot, right? So she's like looking at me going, you know, she's like, okay, mom. She's like, nobody's working. Who's going to help you do all this moving? I'm going to find somebody, right? All this is going to happen. I moved three times in one week from Ladera, from my, my spa in Laguna to the new location, emptied out of storage, did all this stuff. Then I went into mindset coaching, financial coaching, business coaching. I spent so much money when the world was shut down on fixing me, mm. fixing everything. Well, and I said, okay, and I'm opening my doors July 1st. And they said, but you know, nobody's, nobody can work. Nobody can do anything. But my thing was, I was an essential business. And because, you know, I needed to help people. You tell me a virus is going to take you out and I got a machine that helps you with the with your immune system. You better believe again. It was about, though, getting my mind right so that I can help people and then coming up with a plan. 
And that was so important. And that's what I did. And while everyone around me and as I'm going on networking meetings on Zoom and I'm telling people what I'm doing and I'm crazy. I've lost my mind. She's so extra. I don't know what she's doing. Nothing's going to happen. I had a plan and I believed and my mind was going where it needed to go. And I did what I needed to do. I started my meditation every morning and my yoga and I did, you know, and I put my regiment together and I said, it's going to come, but you got to believe in that and it's going to come. And you know what? It was my triple my business in 2020 and the six months that I opened that doors when I was told I couldn't do it. But it all started here because I had a belief that it was going to do it. It was going to happen. And then I executed it. And so that's the thing, you know, is that people have to believe in themselves. Right, Kristen, you got to believe in yourself, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you, you know, and it's not no knock on anyone else, you know, and I'm sorry, you know, if people want to, you know, not be there to support you or they have an opinion and you just gracefully say that's your opinion and it's okay and and then you just got to go ahead and prove some people wrong sometimes you know of course gracefully in pc and just do what you have to do right and, and why why yeah. does it have to be pc <laughs> okay. okay all right I'm about to do that. no right you're but, right. you know, but yeah, you know, and I, I mean, I rebranded my business from Ray of Light to Real Bodies and it's period, not Real Bodies, period. It's Real Bodies, period. I mean, and that's just, and that was my whole, that was my attitude. That was how I felt was like, you said it wasn't going to happen. You didn't think I could do it. You didn't think they could come. But when I was going through chemo and when I got I was a client of my of what I do now. I was a client of someone else and and that's why I believe in it. And when I was getting better and I bought the machine and said, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. I don't know how I'm gonna do this business. But I stepped out on faith and said, I'm gonna make it happen. The same way I did that four years ago is the same way I was gonna do this during COVID. And, you know, and that's, and it all started with me getting my mind wrapped around it and getting it right and then going with it and sticking to it. And so, yeah, that's, it starts, it absolutely starts with you getting your mind right and sticking to it and believing in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else is going to believe in you. They don't believe in somebody who, who, you know, maybe i don't know i think i might be able to help you i mean then you could have go okay and go down the street you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know oh my gosh everything all three of you said is so important i kept getting chills truly truly such a rich conversation one about the imposter syndrome and and really stepping into who you are and Kristen, what you're saying, don't be afraid to be first. Oh my God, that's huge. Don't be afraid to put yourself first. And I think as women, especially mommies, we have a really hard time thinking, oh my God, I can't put myself before my children. <gasps> that would be just <laughs> terrible. You know, I know I felt that way. There's no way my children come first, come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. You know, we do. But you can step into that space, that power space like you were talking about Mm -hmm. and putting yourself first, being the priority, because when you are putting yourself first, oh, 
my goodness, you have so much to give to your children, so much to give to the world. And you're coming from a completely different perspective, a completely different energy, and it completely changes your life. And I love that, and Cara, for sure, the, that being that, you know what you, what you explained was exactly what Kristen was talking about. You did it when nobody else was. You were stepping into that place of being first. You're like, I'm opening July, July, July 1st, 2020. I'm opening my doors. I've got to heal people. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> knowing that you can do it and having that belief in your system is absolutely paramount. I love it. This conversation has been so amazing. This has like been the fastest hour ever. Holy cow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to make sure I get everybody's information up so people can find you and see, talk to you, learn how even more amazing you guys are. So let me, let's see, we have, okay, this is Kristen. This is your, this is how they can find you. Yes. yes, come and join me. Join my corner of the internet on Facebook. <laughs> so that you can see all the money gas homes and just the talk of making your business sexy. Yes, come on. Over. I love it. You know, you're doing a lot of subconscious work too for women, and I love that. But that's a whole other conversation we'll get to. <laughs> but this is also how this is your website. My website, theforplayfactory.com. I love it. Awesome. Like, come to the chocolate factory. <laughs> I love it. And Nikki, this is your Facebook. That is my Facebook page. All of the goodness is happening over there. That's where I hang out the most. And you can get um you can see my free Facebook group there and all of the things. So awesome. And then this is your website. Yeah, that is um if you'd like to talk to me about building your brand and um, making more money, getting, building, uh, your personal brand, all that stuff. We can talk. I love that. And Cara, this is your website. You can go find out all about her magic wand, how she can mm -hmm. detox you and suck out the fat, right? In a W, but I, I'm sure they can figure it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've got smart, brilliant people watching. Right. This anyway. And then this is, this is how they can also find you. This yeah. is what your, my Instagram, yeah. I love it, I love it. And Cara, real quick, also mention about that seaweed moss that your daughter created. Oh, the, oh the, um, she is um, founder of Sea of Youth uh, Wellness, and so my daughter does a wellness drink with, it's a sea moss um, base drink. Uh, and actually, you know, between getting the lymphatic drainage with the machine and the drinks that she did, it saved my life. Let's just um, put it out there. My daughter was spiking my pills. She was, you know, they had me in 39 pills a day. So she was taking the pills and making placebo out of them and putting sea moss in it. I thought I was taking my meds and um, it's it's a living organism, you know, sea moss. It comes from Caribbean and that's where her distributor is. Um, and she, they send them to her and she makes a mango lime, coconut pineapple, ginger apple. And I mean, if you know what sea moss is normally, it's putrid, it's horrible, but she's managed a way to produce it without compromising the integrity of the algae. It is um, everything, all the minerals that you need from A to zinc. It's antiviral, anti-inflammatory. It's good for your thyroid, um, for your hormone structure, and your digestive system. 
So it puts all the nutrients back in you, good for your hair and nails and skin. So that's why you, you guys might, I've had no Botox or anything. I live off my CMOS, keep my hair growing because I lost it all when I was going through my treatments. And, you know, so it's just, it's just wonderful. Everything that I do now is just strictly just between the two, just trying to keep it all natural and holistic at this point. Um, I've been med free three and a half years now. So, yeah. yeah, love it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. I wanted you to just share that too, because it's such an important compliment to what you do with the yes. detox. Mm -hmm. And you can keep track of everything I'm doing on Aphrodite's Inc. on the Facebook. And let me see where else I have stuff. And as well as my website, KimberlyACoaching.com. And then, of course, we have the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Women's Wellness Retreat coming up where you can actually meet these incredible goddesses in person and get your book signed by them. So hope to see you there. It's September 29th to October 3rd. And let me see. We have, oh, I'll just put this comment up. We got this. That drink her daughter created is delicious and works. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I want to also just real quick, we have a, our sponsor, which happens to be Cara Maldonado as well. So let's just go ahead and watch that and we will come right back. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to a real bodies period experience. We're here to help you lose inches and fat cells permanently through my magic wand. In addition is our Sea of Youth supplements which help with chronic pain and illnesses by reducing inflammation. We strive to help you achieve beauty from the inside out. Amazing. So if you need detox, find Cara. If you wanna have sexy foreplay conversations, talk to Kristen. With funnels. Whatever the conversation is, we're gonna make it work. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Yes. And then we're we gonna have games at the retreat. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we won't say what they're called. Uh, and then of course having conversations with Nikki with your branding and really helping people to step into their brilliance. I love it. Ladies, you are so amazing. I'm so excited. We still have a couple of minutes, but I wanted to make sure to get that in there. It was like the perfect timing. But let me pop up here just one more time, all your info. And what, real quick while I'm sharing this, what would you say is the number one tip you can give women on mindset, on building a business, or becoming an entrepreneur, or their beliefs? I'll start with you, Kristen, since this is your <laughs> I was going to do Nikki, and then I found your thing first. So I clicked on it. <laughs> well, no, that was fine. So I will say trust that the vision you have in your head is actually how you're supposed to be living. I feel like I've always known I wanted the luxury stuff, the, the stuff that you see on TV, because I didn't grow up with that around me. But I knew that people had it because it's on TV. And it took me a while to actually recognize the fact that I could have that for myself. So the one thing I will share is trusting and believing that if you could believe it or think it and see yourself having it, it's possible. Just take the very next step, like the first step to you getting towards the direction. And I promise you, it's just going to keep laying itself out till you get to that point. I've been an entrepreneur since 
summer 2015. Yeah, when I was pregnant with my daughter. And I feel like it took me a while, but I'm just now really understanding. I like talking about money and sex. And I just decided that in the last six months. And so it makes so much sense because I, I often communicate in a way that does sound sexual, but I never thought about it that way. And so I had to get real with me, regardless of what the people around me think. Like, I mean, obviously I'm a young, married, faith-based woman. Therefore, the stuff that I say, the way I communicate, the pictures I share, it's not deemed appropriate in some people's eyes, but I realize I'm the only one that could dream like me. I'm the only one that could live like me. And I'm the only one that's gonna create the future that I desire. Therefore, I would say trust that if you could see it, you could literally make it happen for yourself. Mm, I love that, so powerful. Thank you. And you know what, those conversations are absolutely, absolutely needed. Wealth yes. and, and sex absolutely a most important conversation especially in the circles of women so thank mm -hmm. you for doing what you do thank you. um the thing that i would leave you with is that you are perfectly positioned and perfectly equipped with everything that you need mm -hmm. for where you are right now um i think for a long time i was i kept feeling like i didn't have enough of whatever to take the next step, like you were saying, Kristen, or to do the next thing to get what it was I wanted. Um, whether that was in my job or like for the next promotion or in building my business, like I felt like I can't, if I just take this next webinar or if I just, you know, learn this next strategy or if I just, you know, join this next group or if I just do, you know, buy this next thing or whatever it is, um, then I'll, or if I work, you know, another weekend, <laughs> then I'll, then, then I'll, then I'll be able to get what, it, what I need. Um, but you like, once I started really owning the fact that I have, I have everything I need right now, I'm okay right now. And the people that I'm meant to serve are going to show up. They're already there. Um, and I was reminded of this yesterday. I just need to pay attention. Mm. They're already there. Yeah, absolutely. Love what you do. Brilliance. Love you are so brilliant. I love it. <laughs> Cara? <laughs> I think it's really important um, to really know your why, to really understand, you know, and to really understand who you are and what your vision is, why you're doing it your audience is and what the outcome is that you're looking for you know to really have a clear understanding of what it is you're trying to execute um, and in doing that you got to do the work you know I've been working and the capacity of being for myself and in corporate 43 years I know it doesn't look like that but yeah I've been working for a long time and I was a trainer for 20 years. I had hundreds of people under me. I made millions of dollars for businesses that I've been with. And then you shift and you go and you start working for yourself and you're stuck because you haven't done the work for yourself and you're not so clear about your vision. So clean out your closet, 
you know, like I said previously, I had to really do some internal dive and figure out this next step in my life. What does it, what is it going to look like? What do I want? I knew I want a legacy. I want, you know, I want things left for my grandkids and their kids and everything. But how, how do I want that to look? You know, and you need to know all those questions. You really need to have a clear understanding about who you are and what your message is. You know, and I, you know, and I think that comes with branding yourself, not just your business, your product, your service, but you, who are you? Why are you asking people to even, you know, go to your website, go to your page? Why? You know, so it's really having a clear understanding. And once you know who you are and why, what your purpose is, then, you know, the rest of it's going to fall in place. Then you'll know why you're doing it. You know, and, and sometimes it, 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 the work is really hard. It's, and if you're willing to do the work on yourself, then it's much easier for you to ask your clients or your prospects to walk through that door, pick up that phone, or to go to your website or to text you because you've been there and you've done that. You can't, you can't tell anyone anything if you haven't been through it or if you haven't done it. You know, so you really have to have, you really have to walk the talk yeah, and do it. Yeah. So I think it's really important. Yeah, absolutely. Thank yeah. you. Brilliant. Know your why. I just want to end on believe in yourself. If you don't believe in yourself, borrow somebody else's belief in you because they have it for you. If you can't believe in yourself, everything you need is within you. Change your mindset. You'll change your life. I just want to say that you are brilliant. Hear the pool. Heed that call. I love it. Ladies, you have been always, as usual, amazing, amazing, amazing. I'm going to throw up the website one more time for the retreat. I love it. Thank you for everything. Your brilliance. Mwah. Love all of you.